KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Alex Dew is standing on the corner of 13th and Tasker. He's got a Corona in one hand and a reel of red packing tape in the other. He takes a moment to catch his breath and stare out at the crowd that's flocked to his street. Right now, I'm so exhausted. And for good reason. The past two months, Alex has been doing everything he can to get ready for this event. It's 7.30, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and on this night each year, his block kicks off what's become one of Philadelphia's signature holiday traditions, the miracle on South 13th Street. I see a bundle of Christmas holiday joy. That's all I see. The efforts of all the neighbors, the the hundreds hours of manpower and we're proud of what we did and you know I just to see all these people come out just to see us is is amazing there's 46 homes on the 1600 block of south 13th street between morris and tasker which is where all this goes down each year every single house every single one has some kind of light on it there's animated lights that hang across the street suspended in air lights wrapped around trees on the sidewalk and lampposts There's bulb lights, string lights, icicle lights, lights across the tops of roofs, lights that border entire row homes. The night of this year's block party, there's a cameo from the big guy. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas from the Miracle on 13th Street. There's also a miniature train for little kids to ride. When you turn that corner, Coming off Mars, going down 13th Street, you get hit in the face because the, the buildings are three stories high and it just encompasses you, you know, as you go down the street. You won't find anything like this anywhere else in the city, probably not even anywhere else in the country. This time of year, this is what life is like on Alex's block. We, we never, we didn't know this was going to happen, you know. It was just, we were just having fun amongst neighbors, getting together. People start coming around, making us part of their tradition. This is the John Cast, a podcast about interesting and unexpected stories from Philadelphia. I'm Brian Seltzer, and today, stories from the people behind the magic for the miracle on South 13th Street, and why we'd all be a little better off catching some of their spirit. Alex Dew's house is on the south end of the 1600 block of South 13th Street. It's been in his family for over 30 years. Basically what happened is this street traditionally is a South Philly Christmas street. We always had lights going across the street. From when I was younger, I, I remember. I moved into the block when I was in seventh grade, uh, which was like roughly 91. And we did the, the Christmas. We, we used to get together as a block for Christmas. And then I moved out came back uh, roughly about 2000 and my wife my fiance at the time I told her hey uh, I'm going to Griswold our house not knowing that I was just trying to be you know fun not knowing that this is what is going to happen <laughs> when Alex says Griswold in his house he's talking about decking out his three-story dark brown brick row home with a bunch of stuff inspired by National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation the classic holiday movie with Chevy Chase playing Clark Griswold how into this does Alex get his displays are on four-year rotations. He's got one for a Christmas story, 
a Disney theme, and also a more traditional display. This year, the Griswolds are up. Basically, I try to layer everything to give it some texture. So you got Uncle Eddie over here holding a, a realistic hose, emptying the air-blown uh, RV. <laughs> and you even got the chair with the fried pussycat. <laughs> and you got Clark in the window with his jersey holding the lights, uh, like the movie, the, uh, the DVD cover, and plugging in the lights. I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I've never seen Christmas Vacation. I'm more of a Home Alone, Nightmare Before Christmas guy. But I will say, standing there in front of Alex's house, right by his display, it made me feel like I was in the movie. There's even a Griswold-inspired sign that Alex made for his front door. I always like to, that, that, that saying, you know, in a world full of Grinches, be a Griswold. Add some lights to the world. Over the years, the more Alex decorated, the more his neighbors joined in. Sean Ferrarini is a perfect example. He and his wife live on the north end of the block near Tasker. They've got one of the most recognizable and elaborate displays on the street. Um, so our house is a Grinch theme. Um, I grew up in the same hometown that uh, Dr. Seuss did. And so, uh, so when we moved here, you know, we decided to make our theme. So <laughs> You've got to see it. We put up a photo on Twitter. This is Sean's fifth year on the block, and he hasn't messed much with his display. He's got cutouts of characters from How the Grinch Stole Christmas everywhere, on the street in front of his house, in the windows on the first and second floor. A few years ago, he and his wife wanted to add a little more South Philly flair to their display. So on the third floor, they added cutouts of the Philly fanatic and Gritty. There was like a block where, around where I grew up that like, we would drive by and they had like cutouts like so that's actually kind of like why I thought about this was like, and like I always knew which houses had each cutout and I would just like got excited about seeing them every time and so I was like as you grow up you see the same houses over and over and like you remember seeing it and you know and and just feel to like be a part of that and like potentially give that to any kids is like I, I can't explain how, how excited I am for that. The Miracle on South 13th Street got its name a while back from an article that appeared in the Metro, the free commuter paper you can pick up at SEPTA stations. These days, tens of thousands of people visit the block each holiday season. As for when things really started to take off? At least 15 years, at least 15 years. But then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. At the beginning, Teresa Scola and her husband Tony have lived in their house for 58 years, longer than anyone else on the 1600 block of South 13th Street. So who better to get perspective from about this tradition than them? Like just about everyone else I talked to on the block, they credited one guy for getting the ball rolling. Alex, who is the CEO of the, of the, of the, of the he put more and more and more every year. The Skull's home is your quintessential slice of South Philadelphia family life, squeezed into three stories and about 1900 square feet. Teresa's 85, Tony's 91. They're sitting on this big, plush, reclining sofa in the first floor living room, holding hands, TV lands playing in the background, and their adult kids and grandkids go to work on a massive spread for that night's block party in the kitchen in the back of the house. You're adorable, Mom. I'm adorable. <laughs> for dinner, we have meatballs and gravy. We have uh, roast beef. We have hoagies. We have... Uh, Potato salad, macaroni salad, uh, shrimp, 
As everyone gets ready, Teresa and one of her five children, Anne-Marie, joke about an old, six-foot-tall, light-up decoration of Santa standing on a chimney with a sack of presents that's been part of the Scola family light display for years. It's the ugliest Santa Claus I've ever seen. Now, but you know what? You the kids the kids love it. I mean, they'll stand behind it, take pictures with it. They just think it's adorable. But I, it's old. It's plastic. <laughs> now, was that Santa out there before all the big light displays started coming? Did you always yes. decorate and put yeah, things out? Like, Santa when did you start putting stuff them. out? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Ever since we had the house. I mean, we always always put the lights around the and the windows. We were always a part of it. My husband used to go out there with the younger guys and put up all those lights that are across the streets and all. And he used to help decorate all the uh, trees and everything. And then, of course, he got too old. But uh, he he did all that. For 58 years, we've been involved in decorating this this neighborhood. This brings us to the logistics that go into lighting up 13th Street, hanging the lights, especially the ones that stretch across the street from house to house or the ones that run along the roof lines and dangle down. That can be treacherous business. Alex says it's not for the faint of heart. The roof line lights and uh, some people with the outlines in the building, we basically climb onto the roof and just drop them down and work off the roof on our stomachs or, you know, depending on how brave you are, you might peek over (laughs) on your knee. Who knows? But there's no real science to it. Some guys are afraid of heights, so we don't send them up there. And some guys are comfortable. So I'm one of the comfortable ones. So, you know, um, I spend a lot of time on the roof. For the most devoted decorators on the 1600 block of South 13th Street, setup usually begins in September with more and more neighbors joining in around Halloween. Each weekend leading up to the block party the Saturday after Thanksgiving is dedicated to a different task. We all have jobs, so kind of like the weekends is kind of like the sweet spot. And, you know, we try to bribe neighbors to come out with donuts and coffee. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, uh, depending on how cold the weather is. But at the same time, when you, especially tonight, when you come out and see how many people come out to take a look at what you've done, it gives you a, a proud moment. But life on 13th Street isn't always as merry as you might think during the holidays. Remember, everything that goes up also has got to come down, which, according to one homeowner, is the real grind of the miracle attraction. There's also the not-so-small matter of traffic, foot traffic car traffic, tourist traffic. After the sun goes down, it is nonstop for four-plus weeks. Teresa Skoll is used to it. She's lived on the block for more than half a century. Residents who haven't been there as long, maybe not so much. We've even had people that complain about it. But, you know, hey, when you buy the house, you know you're on the miracle of 13th Street. You don't want to do it. No surprises, right? No surprises. There's the door. (laughs) There's the door. (laughs) It's part of 13th Street. That's the way it is. And as it turns out, the blocks had a decent amount of turnover in recent years. So what's it like being a newbie on 13th Street during Miracle Season? How do these people get indoctrinated? We'll find out next. Next. 
A Philadelphia dentist today was sentenced to 22 years in prison and fined $100,000. This was just unbelievable. You got to understand the genius in Larry. Nobody was doing coke at this point. No one could believe that this highly educated, young, handsome man was this kingpin drug dealer. This is Wolves Among Us, the Larry Lavin story. A documentary podcast from C13 Originals, a Cadence 13 studio. Listen now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the John Cast. I'm Brian Seltzer. Christina and Tim are hanging out with friends outside their brownstone on the 1600 block of South 13th Street. They've got cocktails in hand and are thinking back on a conversation they had before they bought their home last January. You know, our realtor said, I have this house. I think you're going to like it, but you do need to know that you need to be into Christmas. (laughs) For a month or more. (laughs) And I said, as long as they don't want me putting up decorations before Thanksgiving, I'm in. (laughs) Okay, so Christina came around on that last part a little bit. About three weeks ago, she and Tim started putting up different parts of their display. Then they made a mad dash to the finish line the day of the Miracle on South 13th Street block party. We got bright white lights on the front with a nice little gold tassel going around all of our gate. And then we have nice colorful lights and icicles on the on the bay window, and then we have our trees all lit up in white, and then we have little globes hanging down, like fairy lights that are uh, dancing. I feel like this would be a veteran's house. I don't think this would be a newbie or a rookie's house or no, anything like that. Go. We tried. We're trying. I just saw some projectors showing up. I was like, all right, I know now I need a projector next year. We, we have a competitive spirit, so I think, uh, I think it will be coming out next year. Christina's from England, Tim from Vancouver. Google and YouTube were their only frames of reference for what to expect. I don't mind a bit of work. And after talking to the block captain, uh, Alex, and kind of figuring out what needed to be done and how everybody came together, I was totally down. It was great. Christina and Tim's house is one of six on the 1600 block that was sold within the last year on a street where families like Alex Dews stay in their homes for decades, if not generations, that's a pretty high number. When a house goes up for sale on the block, it's a statement in there. You're moving on the miracle of South, of South 13th Street. But the new residents are great. You know, they come in, we never pressure. They come in, they do what they can. They have any questions, if we can give them a hand, we'll give them a hand. Natalia Diaz has been there. She lives in the middle of the block and moved in about five years ago from Boston. It was kind of intimidating for her. I didn't really know what I was getting into. The realtor I talked to was like, you know what block you're moving to, right? Like the Miracle on 13th Street block. And I thought, I remembered like the New York movie. And I was like, that's weird. Philly's weird. Why not? And then it's actually a very like tight knit block. Um, As soon as I moved in, everyone was like, if you don't have Christmas decorations, we will give you Christmas decorations. And like all had advice for like how to put things up. It was a lot my first year, but now that I've been here for a little bit, I've just like been adding year to year and it's a lot more fun. Natalia seemed really happy with her setup this year. I like to call it like kitschy niceness. I don't know. It's like Marshall's vomited on my house. <laughs> but what I really like this year is so I'm my family is Hispanic and it's a very Italian neighborhood and There's a lot more Hispanic inflection, especially in South Philadelphia. So now that we have like more people coming to the area, so I wanted to have Feliz Navidad, a bright neon Feliz Navidad sign. No doubt the 1600 block of South 13th Street 
has a super strong South Philly feel. But to Natalia's point, it's not entirely one size fits all. Her next door neighbor is a white haired man from France who doesn't speak much English. There's also a Jewish family on the block. And yes, they participate in the festivities too. Even Alex, the de facto ringleader, adds to this melting pot. I'm Vietnamese, so, you know, we really don't celebrate Christmas. I'm actually Buddhist. My wife's Catholic, so, you know, it's more her holiday. The Vietnam-born Buddhist behind the miracle on South 13th Street. That's an amazing thing. (laughs) It's really funny. One of the coolest things I experienced during the opening night block party for the miracle on South 13th Street happened inside a home that immediately caught my eye, not because of some wacky, crazy light display outside the house, but because of the bright white light shining from the inside of the house. You could tell from the bay window that this home was very much under construction, white paint on the walls, partially completed projects. So I approached one of the owners because I was trying to get the perspective of new residents on South 13th Street as much as I was some of the old ones. The new owner invited me in, and then she didn't just introduce me to her partner. She also introduced me to the couple they bought the house from back in May. How awesome is that? The new owners inviting the old owners back to check out the work they were doing on the house. The very same night, the block was having its biggest party of the year. Now, if this wasn't as wholesome and pure of a full circle passing the torch moment as you could find, I don't know where else you're going to look. This is Tracy and Cynthia talking. They're the new owners. We're all standing on slabs of cardboard in the middle of what's going to be the living room at the front of the house. It's a magical place, this whole street. And to participate in something like this, this means so much for so many people here in Philadelphia and probably all over. It's really cool to be on a destination street like this. We really wanted the opportunity to be able to live here. We didn't really think it was going to be possible. And when it did, it was sort of like a dream come true. So for us to now get to be here and participate in this long tradition that brings so much joy to so many people, we're incredibly grateful and feel very lucky and blessed to have the baton passed to us (laughs) and participate in this really tight-knit community. Then I start talking with Roseanne and Ed, the old owners. How long had you lived here for? 30 years. 30 years. Amazing. It just kept growing every year after year. You know, new new banners, new things hanging, new. So it's like day after Thanksgiving, you're you're decorating. Yeah, they're very strict with the decorating rules. Yeah, there was like. Got to be done by this Friday. We were done, and you were done. This is my first Friday that I didn't have a panic attack when I woke up. (laughs) Any words of wisdom, advice to the new homeowners about how to prepare for, get ready for this critical time of year? Have it ready. Yes. Just, that's, that's the only yeah. thing you do. You do what yeah. you can do. You know, nobody really is, yeah, they oh, don't it's not decorated, you know. But it, it's, it's a fun thing, yeah. And like I said, everybody participates on the street, which yeah. makes it even nicer. And we had to come back for opening day. You know, there, was, <laughs> there was no way we were missing this. <laughs> Alex Dew might be running on fumes in this bright, bold, oh-fudge Christmas story sweatshirt. But he's still got some energy left in the tank. He's got to make sure the drum line wraps up before it's too late, the food truck clears out, and that the block is clean enough to open again after the Miracle on South 13th Street kickoff party winds down around 9 o'clock. Eventually, Alex is going to get some rest, but he knows this is really just the beginning. There's a lot more that goes into 13th Street than just the lights. Every weekend, we try to give back to charities like Phil Abundance, Toys for Tots, Paul's. So, you know, we try to 
do our best to uh, pay it forward. How often do you see a neighborhood or community functioning like this in total unison and harmony rallying behind a singular cause? I mean, seriously, these guys are knocking on each other's doors. They're calling each other up. They know they can count on each other, which sadly seems really rare. That's why residents like Sean Ferrarini, who owns the Grinch House, love this tradition so much. Today is my favorite day of the year, to be honest. Like, it's like literally better than Christmas, better than any other day of the year. And everyone's out here, everyone's helping each other, everyone's like, what do you need here and there? And then like, and that extends past Christmas. It extends, you know, to the rest of the year. Like, you know, that's my favorite part of this is like, I get to know my neighbors really, really well. And we get to do something that we think, you know, brings joy to, you know, South Philadelphia, which we're really passionate about. That you can actually find a vibe like this anywhere these days is almost a miracle in its own right. That's the magic Alex Dew is hoping to create on the 1600 block of South 13th Street. It just shows you that how eclectic the, the collection of people up the street, that people can unite and people can come together. This could be just the holidays, no matter what holidays, uh, you know, from every walk of life. You know, you can share and participate in giving the world a little bit of happiness, a little bit of joy, one light bulb at a time. The John Cast is a production of KYW News Radio Original Podcasts and is made in Philadelphia by Tom Rickert, Sabrina Boyd Circa, Myron Kaplan, Holly Stevens, Bibiana Correa, and me, Brian Seltzer. Special thanks to Alex Dew and the incredibly welcoming, hospitable, and friendly residents of the 1600 block of South 13th Street who graciously invited me into their homes and offering me some of their food. Miracle on South 13th Street's got a Facebook page, so you can check them out there. We'll put a link in the show notes. Or, better yet, get off your butts and go see it for yourself. Be sure to give the John Cast a follow on Twitter. We've got some photos up there from the block party. And subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to pods, whether it's free on the Odyssey app or anywhere else. We'll talk to you next week.